for Bet365, the world's favourite online betting company. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Live on SEN Track, Giddy Up's Country Racing Hour. At the 150 with not an option and who dares lifting the middle? Who dares and not an option? They're toe to toe, 100 metres to go. Who dares and not an option? Their heads in unison, not an option, just in front, just one. There it is, uh, not an option, winning yesterday in the Chester Manifold Stakes. It was a good performance. It was uh, ran in very, very fast time. It was a nice warm day there at Flemington and the trainer, of my of uh, not an option is Mike Moroni. He's been around a long time. I wonder if he still gets nervous in close finishes like that. He's been good enough to jump on the line and give us a few minutes of his time. Mike, good morning. Yeah, morning, morning, guys. Uh, do you still, um, as I said, you've been around a long time. You do you still get nervous when it's uh, when it's a, a bit of a head bobber like that? Yeah, you do. You certainly do. You, you think it probably you've know, been involved for a long time. You can get it right. Um, and I thought he. he so they had it one halfway down, um, but then he got into a bit of a bumping jaw with the horse inside him, and, and for a while there, I thought it had better of us, but especially with the weights. But he carried the weight and and, and, and tried very hard, which is um, he's got a remarkable um, stats on at forty hundred metres on top of the round. Uh, he's a real firm tracker, and when we brought him back, Mister um, Spring, we we thought that we'd sort of aim where we thought the good ground was going to be, but we had nothing but rain. And a couple of runs he just got put out of play because of the weather. But um, certainly this one here, um, you know, the ground was just um, you know, good, and, good and proper firm. And uh, that's what he likes. He, he's a horse that we all need one or two of him in the stable, don't we? As you said, he's got sort of conditions that he likes to to get to. But certainly, you know, yesterday there's plenty of horses, as, as you said. He looked to have that race in his keeping and then things got a bit physical. Plenty of horses would have said... You know, perhaps a little bit too difficult, and I'll live to fight another day. But he's a—he's certainly on his day. He's a—he's a very, very uh, consistent and and an honest trier. Yeah, no, he certainly is. Yeah, look, he—he um, he came to us still sort of Australian. Um, I think they paid a fair bit of money from privately after he won the stakes race to two-year-old in New Zealand, um, with the idea he'd go to stud because he was a well-bred horse and uh, and that's uh, and a gorgeous type of horse too. But. He just wasn't racing well enough, so they agreed to geld him. Uh, he took a while to come right, but once he did come right, I think he sort of won a, each campaign. He's won a couple of races and uh, uh, done a really good job. And, um, yeah, I, I think he'd love to have, as you said, a couple of horses like him in the stable because you're, you're pretty reliant that once you get a pit and he gets the right conditions, he's pretty hard to beat the most sort of races. Just the not, not, um, not specifically uh, that situation, but... Um, I guess generally speaking, how how hard is it for a trainer to 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 make to pick up the fine, particularly when you know people have invested heaps of money and they've got plans for stud careers and these sorts of things? How hard is it to to pick up the phone because you know you're only making the call in your heart of hearts because you think a yeah. a gelding procedure will improve the horse's performance? How hard is it to have that conversation? Look, I do think that they they sent the horse with the fact that if he didn't come up. Um, in Australia, that they would be forced into doing that and try and win, win the prize money. So, mm. but I think they've got three quarters of it back. Um, and he's still got a bit of racing at them. So it goes to prove that you, know, you don't necessarily, these colts that you spend nice money on, you don't necessarily have to uh, just rely on, on stud duties. If they stay sound, uh, you can make the prize money. And uh, yeah, he, he's going he's to probably do that and, and it'll be a, a good result. What? 
what um, what will you look to do with not an option moving forward? Just take things as they come, or short little let up for him. What's what's the plan? Yeah, look, we'll just have to look in front now and just see. I think there's a couple of forty hundred meter races coming up, which is just pet trap. Um, and look, he's a horse you can claim off, um, so we we wouldn't be against giving him one chance, say back in handicaps and and claiming off him. Um, and uh, then from there, we'll, we'll sit back and, and think, well, okay, a race up the Stradbroke at 1,400 is pet trip. If we do happen to get a, a dry Queensland, well, maybe that's his race, but um, we'll just see. Um, he's uh, sort of horse. He has been far away in a good wood in those sort of races, but they just dropping him. is not quite his trip. That 1,400 metres um, is certainly his right trip. Certainly is, particularly uh, when he uh, puts his head down and, and fights like he did uh, yesterday. Now, I believe you're over in New Zealand at the moment, Mike. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. I'm taking a uh, quarter past three flight home. Um, I've been here for just over two weeks, and the the, the team's raced very well while I've been here. Um, and and com- combine that with the going to the stables and um, just seeing family, mum, spend a bit of time with mum and, and my grandchildren and that, so it's been good. Uh, how, how have you how have you seen and found? I'm sure you know. Clearly, you spend and focus a lot of your energy on on the racing landscape in New Zealand and your your part in that. But we've seen Ensign put a lot of money in. We've got Ellerslie returning um, quite soon. How, how are you seeing things from a New Zealand point of view? Yeah, well, look, I'm actually sitting here at Ellerslie um, in, a, in a hotel at the top of the street overlooking it. It looks terrific. It looks great. Um, it is our premier track. And they've done the right thing by putting money into that. Um, you know, I, I believe that, that that's the this is the only place with the, with the uh, huge population that live in Auckland or around Auckland that will get people back to races for the carnival. So they've done the right thing. They've um, spent money on the track, and it's uh, you know, a nice wide track. That rather than having two tracks, they've, they've sort of decided just to go for the one. A lot of width, and it's uh, similar to the ground that they use at Mooney Valley. So um, we got a hell of a lot of rain here. As you know, but I will say one thing: counties uh, race terrific, considering the rain that they had. They had something like 150 mils in the last uh, 48 to, to 72 hours, and it, it actually came back to a to a six, back to a five, and raced pretty good, considering they've done a lot of racing on that because of the fact that Alice has been out of play. And I thought it um, it just done a great job for, for for New Zealand, considering we've had a really wet spring and winter and everything, you know. So. Yeah, it's a, it's the, it's uh, it's exciting to to look forward to yeah, to has definitely made a big difference here. It really has. Yep. The prize money's um, gone right up, um, and they've got a bit to do, but they will. But they, as I said here, they've got a lot of things in their, in their favour. They they own a lot of assets, um, a lot of land with a lot of money, um, and they are doing the right thing. They start to amalgamate. They'll be, they'll be selling some. They'll be keeping the right ones, and I'm sure. Well, with the money they'll develop something with a, a train, another training centre. It wouldn't surprise me that eventually they close down Cambridge, who's I think about twelve hundred horses train there. Uh, huge big complex, but it's worth a lot of money now. Uh, they built right out and past there to Cambridge, so it wouldn't surprise me if the land's getting worth too much money and they they pull up stumps there and and and, and take the money and and uh, use half of for prize money and the other half to um, or invest to keep prize money going. Um, and the rest of it, um, you know, going to building building something new. Do you do you do you have plenty of confidence, Mike? When 
you know, you're talking, you know, again, you know, you're spending a lot of your energy in, in Melbourne and, and also in New Zealand. And you talk about these things that are, that are happening in New Zealand and some exciting and some still need some, some work to be done. We, we've seen, you know, the news with Rose Hill and the sale there of the prospective sale. Do you have plenty of confidence in, you know, you're, you're, you're working away for owners and, and for your staff and for yourself Plenty of confidence in, in, in what's happening in Victoria. There's been a lot of noise made. Plenty of confidence about the way things are going in Victoria. I think Victoria's getting left behind. I really yep. do. Um, I think this is the sort of thing, like for argument's sake, the Trade Association went to them, and when we had the... Like my, my work cover went from... Um, I'll take you through some figures. Mm. My work cover here in New Zealand is 38,000 a year. My work cover in Australia was 97. It's now gone to two hundred and forty thousand. Wow! Now it, it's up. Uh, we just can't sustain that. Um, we went to them with a idea of um, doing some of the New South Wales, where they run their own ship, and they had every excuse not to. Um, but I do think that they've really got to jump in and do something because even the, the people we deal with, all dealing with different companies with the, uh, this work cover, and you can be sitting on the phone for an hour, two hours, just waiting to get a. a a one-line answer, um, and it's just not, you know. And, and if you've if you got your, your, your office staff doing that, mm. um, and then by the time you bring back about another work cover claim with the same one, so it's changed. So, to me, it's um, something that uh, you know that Victoria's got behind on a lot of things. They need to amalgamate clubs. They need to do a lot of things, um, and to drop their prize money is just the worst thing they could have done. If they'd kept it at the status quo and cut back on other things, um, I think people would understand, but for them to put their hands up and start to drop it, to me, is a very bad sign. Yeah, um, indeed. Certainly, indeed. Um, a bit harder for trainers as a trainer, Victoria. I mean, you'll see a lot of them go to New South Wales because um, it's really, you know, we're, we're at a disadvantage. We, we haven't got a, a strong, strong um, breeding centre in Victoria. We're starting to get there. Uh, so in New South Wales, you have the head start of training for studs, which we don't. Um, and and now with this prize uh, money difference, well, that's really put us even further on the back foot. So, um, yeah, but they need to. Um, what is the, the idea? Is that these are the clubs are coming up with, or sorry, other jurisdictions are coming up with? Um, it's something that the um, uh, racing here in Victoria should be making the decisions themselves, and they're only making it for they've been forced to do it. Um, by other other clubs putting uh, other jurisdictions putting pressure on them, and to me, it's um, it's been very very um, badly run, and um, yeah, we don't we don't, don't need too many more, more years of that going backwards um, uh, before we sort of be you know really one of the lesser states. So, so do you feel like are you able to are you able to pick up the phone and? You know, if anyone was was going to be able to pick up the phone, it'd be someone like you. You've got you know immense experience. You've been around a long time. You've you've seen most things. Do, do you are you able to pick up the phone and, and make a phone call? If you picked up the phone, would you know who to ring? Yeah, how does we, that, yeah, we, how does we, it work? we have. We, we've we've and it's really just we get sort of answers that are, we don't quite believe in, but um, there's not much you can do. Um, mm. Yeah, as a um, association, the train association is not a strong one in Victoria. Um, it, it's not a strong one whatsoever. So we never really need the jockey association is very strong, um, but the train association never has been. And 
it's uh, as, as a single person, it's just about impossible to do. Well, it is impossible to do. Um, and even you get a group of 10 trainers, they all have slightly different theories on the whole thing. Uh, it's all at different circumstances. But, um, yeah, I think they'll all agree that, 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 the, the, that the sign of the prize money going backwards was, was really a very, very bad sign and something that's really put us on the back foot completely. Yeah, okay. It's certainly uh, an interesting time, and hopefully that that work cover situation is is certainly one that seems like it needs to be the first one to be figured yeah, out. Mike, with think... go ahead. It's not only just a work cover; it's 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 how they handle it from there on too, um, because it, it, it's you know just got to say well, you can't go up two hundred percent and something and expect to be able to keep a, a business going. It's just ridiculous. So it's not just the the, the fixing up of it. Um, as far as giving us a bit of a subsidy to, to combat it, it's getting the, the next part of it right too, because we're getting, um, you know, it, it's to a stage where they badly need to get just one um, outfit seeing it and making sure that we've got the right people in the right place to, to police it, uh, to make sure that um, you know, these people are, you know, try and get them back to work and give them a job in the stable. It's just about impossible. Um, so it's it's a lot of things they need to look into uh, to, to get it right. Indeed, Mike. Uh, thanks for your time. Thanks for being uh, open and honest as well. It's good to hear someone of your experience uh, speak like that. Well done with not an option. Hopefully, there's plenty more in store for that horse and for your stable. Thanks for your time this morning on Getty Up. My, my pleasure. There's Mike Moroni, the trainer of Not An Option. And uh, make sure if you missed any of that chat, make sure you jump on the podcast uh, and and download sen.com.au because uh, it was open and honest and quite frank about uh, some of the uh, issues and situations in Victorian racing. Uh, Time for a quick break before we start to get close to the 10 o'clock news.